Welcome to the Music Buzz, the podcast where we talk music, pop culture, and current events while we get a good buzz. We're your hosts, Justine Avila and Lauren Brumley. What's up, y'all? We are doing a pop culture recap today with J-Lo. There's a lot going on in pop culture right now, and we just need to unpack it all. We do. There's a lot going on. So, but first, we're going to start with our last episode's hangover. If we realize after an episode that we um, either said a lot of stupid things or just fully forgot certain things on an episode, we'll do a little a little recap, um, which we call the hangover. And thank you to our friends and family for pointing out all of our flaws. Yeah. Like for letting us know that we have forgotten literally everything. We have amnesia. So starting on our hangover is a couple of movies are in our last episode. We were talking about iconic songs in movies that bring back a lot of nostalgia and are equated with that in your mind. We forgot a few because forgive us. We just forgot them. Yeah. And we really were just kind of going on the fly. We probably should have um, done a little more research to re- like refresh our minds. Also, there's so many. Like, there's I'm, so many. My brain is not a library. I know. And I, my attention span is truly three minutes. Like, I forget everything. Right. I can't remember anything. Technically, it should be eight seconds according to advertisers. Oh, sorry. Mine is three seconds. <laughs> um, but yeah, there are a couple iconic movies that we did forget. I mean, we got Titanic. So I think we really got the most important <laughs> right. of them all. And we did get the bodyguard. Right. But thank you. Shout out to Mallory for pointing this one out. We forgot Armageddon. I mean, how could we? How could we? With Ben Affleck in that scene and Aerosmith playing in the background. Yeah. So that one, that song is Aerosmith's I Don't Want to Miss a Thing, which was iconic, won a Grammy. I mean, that's just a truly memorable song from a movie. And we forgot it. So, sorry, Aerosmith. Sorry, Aer- sorry, Steven. <laughs> sorry about that. Um, what else did we do? We also forgot Remember the Titans. Ooh. Um, yeah. The iconic scene of the football players on the field sing. Or no, actually, are they in the, the locker room singing mm-hmm. Ain't Too Proud to Beg? Yeah. That's truly iconic. Great moment. When the team is bonding, they're all getting along despite their racial differences. It's a beautiful thing. Classic movie. Classic. Denzel did great. Ugh, I miss Denzel. Like, where has he been? I, I have no idea. Booby, what you been doing? I don't know. We need him to come back. Yeah. I, I'm looking for a Denzel comeback this year. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Watch him like I've been doing all this work and we just don't know about right. it. Yeah, there's <laughs> That's that. most likely the case. Um, You brought up a good point too, which is a newer song um which is sunflower by post malone Mm -hmm. which was from the spider-man movie yes i think it was written and recorded for the movie but it's also like a top single on top 40 radio yeah um which is huge because i i actually heard the song before i knew what it was for yeah and then someone was like oh yeah that's the spider-man song and i was like wait what there's a spider-man song yeah exactly but yeah i saw somebody this morning say i can't remember who it was so if you're listening to this sorry i can't remember who you were um but they posted that both of their younger kids who i'm pretty sure like under the age of 10 are obsessed with that song right because of the movie yeah oh wow that's awesome and i'm like of course kids just know these post malone songs because of movies well and that happened with justin timberlake and trolls can't stop the feeling like Classic. All the kids love that. I honestly didn't see the movie, but I know oh, the I song. Didn't either. Yeah. yeah. I have a hard time with a cartoon. I just yeah. do. It's tough. <laughs> um, and then in the TV realm, Big Little Lies. Yeah. That had some great, great music. It really was. And it was very, a lot of indie stuff. Mm-hmm. And who did they have? I think they had Leon Bridges mm-hmm. in one classic scene and i was like whoa who curated or was doing the sync on this it was awesome so so good even just like the oh first of all the um what is the phrase for it the intro song yeah the title song like for the credit the theme song song? i don't know (laughs) i don't know the song at the beginning um that they play i can't remember who it is right now i'm gonna try to look it up while i'm talking about this but so good it just emotes the feeling of the show so well because it's all kind of dark 
and gloomy and a little sad. And so it like sets the tone so well of the show. Oh, it's um, Michael Kiwanuka. Uh, it's called Cold Little Heart. That's the oh, that's the main cool. title song. That's so, so good. It kind of reminds me of Grey's Anatomy, which we did discuss, mm-hmm. where the music is very fitting to yeah. the content. Okay, so a new one that I have started, a new show that I've started watching since our last episode that has incredible music. Have you seen Pen15 on Hulu? No. Oh my gosh. Do it I need is, to see it? You have to. It's the funniest show. It's these two female comedians um, who they, they star as like seventh graders and it's basically them acting as themselves when they were in middle school. And it's just such a throwback. Everything you watch, you're just like, this is me in the seventh grade. I can't believe I forgot about all this stuff. It's so funny. It's so uncomfortable. Is it entertaining? Yes. It's hilarious. Because it hilarious. doesn't sound that. I don't think I was that interesting in the seventh grade. No, you were. You just didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> like adult you would love to watch seventh grade you. <laughs> And laugh at her. I guess, I guess that's fair. Like, I would like to see like, seventh grade me now. Yes. There's a whole episode where they discover AOL Instant Messenger. <laughs> <laughs> and they're deciding what screen name to use. Oh, that was And they're huge. adding their buddies. And they're like, oh my gosh, so-and-so's online. We have, yeah. What do we say to him? That was huge. Yeah. I, I know people, like, when you're talking about it now, like, I was having a discussion with a couple of people and we were like, Yo, what was your screen name? Oh, like you are judged on oh. it. Do you remember your screen name? Cheer Cutie 0213. <laughs> <laughs> what was yours? It was like JAA14CB. Ew, how boring. <laughs> it, like, Who are you? It fits my personality. <laughs> Wait, what does the CB stand for? It was like there weren't enough numbers to do my birthday, so I just like <laughs> gave up and put some like random stuff in the background you would do that did you ever have like multiple screen names because i for sure did no i couldn't it was like a big deal when someone made like an anonymous one. Oh gosh yeah remember Drama. it was like the cute boy that would do that and yeah. be like hey what's up and you'd be like oh my god who's i aming me but then it would like get out you know what i mean totally like, who it was I, like um, i miss instant messenger yeah i kind of do aim. too. It was, it was like exhilarating. It now, was so exciting. Now you get a text and it's just like, mm. yeah, it's it's not the same. No, it's just not the same. Oh, uh, I literally the first, um, basically Sadie Hawkins dance I ever went to. I asked my date out via instant messenger. <laughs> so essentially like you were ahead of the ah, times because totally. now people just would text that. Right. Yeah. Or, or they Snapchat. Do, they do promposals. Like I literally via instant messenger was like, Hey, do you want to go to the stance with me? And he was like, yeah, sure. And I was like, okay, I got to go by. <laughs> got to go do my homework. See my ya. mom's, my mom needs to use the internet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, my mom needs to use the phone. So I have to get off the internet. Oh my God. Throwback. I totally forgot about yeah. all of that. Like so anyways, dial up. Yeah. Sorry. No. I'm like going down a rabbit hole Th- now. This is why you would love this show. Okay. It just this- is such, it's so nostalgic but it's just so uncomfortable. It It's so cringy watching it because you're like, oh God, like I remember being that awkward and right. that confused about being a human. But the music in the show is all the deep cuts of exactly what you were listening to back then, like 98 Degrees Ooh. and like Dream, you know, just Ooh. all these great songs. Okay, I for sure need to watch this. You really do. It's seriously so funny. I enjoy it a lot. I started watching it yesterday and I'm on like episode eight. Oh, wow. But they're like th- 28 minute episodes or something. Okay. It's kind of like, um, I don't know where I was going with that. It reminds me of Broad City. That's where I okay. was going with yeah. that. Yes. And I but read they're, your mind. they're like, you did, but they were doing it like whatever in your like mid twenties where yeah. I guess they were like maybe early twenties, early twenties. Yeah. Um, exactly. It's exactly that. It's exactly the same awkward level like the same cringe that you feel when you watch that and you're like ooh, like i've been there and it's awkward right that's how you feel about seventh grade okay 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 awesome um so gotta watch that i gotta watch that i'm i'm really so this is again going on a tangent but looking forward to the handmaid's tale coming back girl i gotta watch that show i'm still in the middle of like season one i don't know know how you haven't seen that i don't know everyone has seen it i know i feel like i have to watch it just to know what's going on 
you do in the world you do the thing is i enjoyed what i watched i just stopped for some reason and never picked it back up and now i feel like i need to start over it's a whole thing you do you you truly do it's an incredible show but it's not like a light show mm-hmm. it it tackles some pretty heavy stuff yeah like the whole premise is kind of depressing <laughs> Right. And by kind of, I mean very. I mean, yeah, very much so. Yeah. So actually, I was just in Toronto uh, mid-February, and right after I left, they started filming. I know. that. Inter- so the internet went crazy because I guess they were in a city building downtown. Mm-hmm. So everyone was posting pictures of like, you know, the handmaids walking in or whatever, and... Uh, everyone was like, oh, the show is back. Yeah. They're filming, whatever, whatever. And I feel like going into a government building, it's like, okay, I wonder, you kind of are like, ooh, okay, maybe I like can figure out what's happening. Mm-hmm. Oof. So good. Spoilers. <laughs> okay. So that's it for our hangover, I think. Do you have anything else? I'm sure missed? there's more, but whatever. You, know what? you guys can leave a comment yeah. if we messed up again. You can let us know. Um, we can always do like a part two. And um, try again. (laughs) There's 48 hour hangovers. No, totally. Um, So we starting on the things that we need to recap. I think first we need to talk about the Grammys. Oh, for sure we do. Because um, not to toot our own horns here, but (laughs) I think we predicted correctly. We did pretty good. I think we, the only thing I think we were a little off on is like how much Brandi Carlisle would win. Yeah. Because she was nominated for six and she won three. Uh. Yeah, uh, yeah. She won three. She and won they, three. and I think they were all for the Americana category, if mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. But the big, big winner in the room from Nashville, our girl Casey. Spacey Casey. <laughs> Nashville imploded. Uh they did. And I honestly, do you know what my favorite part about all of it was? What? The memes. Oh, that came so many from good it. ones. Yeah. And she made merch from it. Because so the memes came from when she was announced as the winner for album of the year. <laughs> she, she was. How do you describe it? She was so genuinely shocked that she just had <laughs> this super twisted face on. And she was just like, what? What? But it was like one eye was open and one was closed. <laughs> and her mouth was open. Yeah. It was truly just not a cute face. But she embraces it now because people have taken her a screenshot of her face and put it on like pop sockets and t-shirts yeah well she did it she's selling like the pop socket things now absolutely incredible i need one my like i think my favorite ones have been the ones that have replaced the album covers of her face with that image i'm obsessed (laughs) it's so good truly was the best and she she is somebody who like can laugh at herself in that way which i really appreciate she'll like right. post it all over her instagram and be like you guys are crazy and i love this right yeah. totally she tweeted the other day she was like i love stan twitter which we talked about last episode stan is just like a super fan mm-hmm. and especially she's so active on twitter she always will retweet funny things that people will send to her or yeah. tag her in and so she was just like this is my favorite place on the internet yeah well and she's like She's just super engaged. I think like right after she won and she saw that meme of her face, she tweeted something in Instagram, like let the memes begin because she knew it was coming from that. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh. It was so good. I mean, I was so happy for her though, but my entire Instagram feed was everyone I follow, like all the songwriters and musicians and producers that I follow in Nashville are all just like posting videos of the rooms that they're in when everyone just went nuts that oh, she won. Yeah. It, it truly was. That's a good way to describe it. Like Nashville imploded on itself. It really did. Yeah. And to follow that up, should we say it? Like we went to the show last oh, night. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. So we had tickets before she was a Grammy winner. Well, not before yeah. she was a Grammy winner, before she was like Grammy we album of the year winner. way back when. <laughs> Wait, I actually don't know this. When did you start listening to her? Honestly, it was probably around like 2014. Yes. Like what, what album or like what so, song or like what was your first experience with her? Or do you remember? So she had, so I can tell you when I first, first heard her, I was still in school and I was in the car. This was 2013 or maybe it was 12, 12 or 13. 
some friends had come to Tennessee for the holiday and we were driving back up to New York City and someone was like, oh, this girl is blowing up. Let me play this song for you. Um, and it was off the album, same trailer, different park. Yeah, that and was 2013. Good call. She, uh, I was like, wait, what? And they were like, yeah, it's this chick. Her name is Casey Musgraves. And I was like, what? And then I did some digging and I think her cover of... Uh, it, the it's too late to apologize yeah the one republic song yeah um that was like the most streamed song yeah and then like i ended up moving back down here and she came out with pageant material sorry at the ryman like it she has like a huge nashville following and it was yeah. like all downhill from there so good i remember i was living in atlanta and the country radio station that i would listen to sometimes i had this like old old car and all I, I didn't even have a CD player in it. I had a tape deck. That is so And good. the radio. So I pretty much just listened to the radio. And so I was listening to this country station and they were doing one of those like hot or not things where they were like, they would play a new song and mm-hmm. just get people's reactions on it. Yeah. And they were playing merry-go-round. And literally I remember hearing the chorus where she's like, mama's hooked on Mary Kay, mm-hmm. daddy's, or brother's hooked on Mary Jane, daddy's hooked on Mary two doors down. And I was like, are you joking me i was screaming at my radio and i was immediately obsessed and so i like looked her up and just have been like kind of following her ever since but i don't think i saw her actually live until i moved to nashville yeah maybe maybe at the ryman also that was i mean i guess that's my first big show with her like i think i had seen her in a couple of writers rounds or whatever yeah pop up and like stuff like tin pan south but then actually seeing her own show was the Ryman. Yeah. For oh, we one. saw her at South by Southwest, didn't we? Mm-hmm. At that one theater show? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But last night's show, what do you, th- like, what grade would you give it? Like A, B? Like an A plus. C plus? An A okay. plus. I yeah. I, I don't know. I obviously wish she'd played some more songs off of pageant material. Yeah. But, um, but the thing is, I wouldn't have wanted her to replace any of the songs. Right. Because I liked no, all I the ones that she played. just wanted her to play longer. Just, yeah. We just yeah, wanted her to play exactly. more. Exactly. Um, but, I mean, I, and it could have been a product, too, of, like, it being a hometown show. But the energy in the room was just so fun. Like, yeah. everyone was living their best life. They were. And she kept saying, she was like, I wish I could get you guys to like wake me up every morning. Cause you're mm-hmm. all so supportive with literally <laughs> right. everything that I'm doing. You're just cheering for me. And I appreciate exactly. that. Yeah. It was great. And her band is so good. Oh, they're amazing. I mean, they are, they're just so good. So I also have to bring this up cause I think it's the funniest thing that's happened to me this year. <laughs> and I know we're only like two months in going on month three. It might be the year highlight though. It, it could be our, so she brings out special guests uh for every show i guess we saw the third night yeah we, night. Saw, we saw the third night third night and she brought out um so she's playing four nights at the ryman mm-hmm. she brought the out first, CeeLo green well the first night she brought out Haley williams right from paramore from paramore second night yeah she brought out CeeLo green and then our night she brings out these two superstars in the country music world known as brooks and dunn at the m- also known as Brooks and Dunn. <laughs> yeah. The minute the guys hit the stage, everyone went wild, et cetera, et cetera. Our friend texts in the group chat, who are these bros? <laughs> <laughs> Justine Just- laughed so hard. She was she had tears streaming down <laughs> her face. I hadn't looked at my phone yet. So I was like, what is your deal? Are you okay? And she was like, you have to look at the group chat right now. And I look and I'm just like, who, what, like, <laughs> Who is this person and how does she not know? Why are we friends with her? And she lives in kidding. Nashville, but it was just... <laughs> and she likes country music. I was right. honestly She's, surprised. It was just one of the funniest things, I think. In her defense, Brooks and Dunn are kind of two guys who, if you weren't super, super familiar with them, you might not recognize them, even no, if you knew true. some of their music. And they don't, they really don't perform that much in Nashville anymore. I mean, they have the Vegas residency. So, I mean, they're not here all that much, but I literally died. I like, it was so funny. I had to like wipe tears (laughs) off of my face. It was just like two of the biggest legends in country music. And she's just like, who are these guys? (laughs) (laughs) It was amazing. But they sang Neon Moon. It was super good. I really loved them singing that with Casey. And then, today i was listening to brooks and dunn because i was like i haven't listened to them in so Mm -hmm. long 
and I forgot how good they are. I need to go see them in Vegas. Yeah, with Reba. I mean, so good. So amazing. So good. That part was really awesome. Obviously, the special guest is like always going to be a highlight, but I also really loved, they had this one part where they uh, all kind of stepped up to the front and did a little bit of a stripped yeah. kind of section where Casey's playing guitar and then most of the other guys are just playing stringed instruments. There's like a cello, there's a double bass, there's just all these beautiful strings and it was so good. They sang Love is a Wild Thing and the man who was behind me who kept whistling, like instead of applauding or like cheering, he was whistling and every time he would whistle, I felt just a burst of air on the back of my head. It was not an enjoyable experience. But after that, after they sang Love is a Wild Thing, he was like, that's the best live music I ever heard in my whole life. <laughs> I was like, oh, all right, sir. We were like, you're welcome. <laughs> Glad you're enjoying it. But yeah, it was such a good show. I wish it was longer, but that's okay. Alas. Alas, it wasn't. I wonder if she's going to play Bridgestone next. I feel like she's got to. Yeah. Like, what? where do you go up from here from four nights at the ryman like you don't do six nights at the ryman you just go to well jason isbel does but that's because he's stubborn (laughs) (laughs) he's not playing bridgestone yeah he wants to play a smaller room i feel like casey will she'll go big wow yeah she could have this round i feel like oh yeah yeah she could have gotten all of nashville in there one night especially if it was like a friday or a saturday oh yeah yeah but anyway so the grammys she really did. Casey really was like one of the stars of the night. I feel like, mm-hmm. however, her performance, she performed rainbow, which I felt was kind of a weird choice. Don't you think? I thought it was a weird choice, but I think it makes sense in the context of like business because it looks like rainbow was picked as the next single, which I also find so weird. I, I like it. It's a great song, but yeah, I, but, I don't, I don't really know why it, but whatever the reason was they picked like, it was a great sequence of events because I think she also released the video for it. Right. Like, and then she performed it. So it was really well timed. Well, and she always sounds super great live. Mm -hmm. Um, She's done a lot of award show performances and she always does sound good. It was just kind of sleepy to me. Um, Especially when a lot of the other performances were so high energy. It was kind but of that a... that may have been, like, why she wanted to go with that. So to be she something could do, different. like, something completely different. That's yeah. not, like, this massive production and et cetera, et cetera. You yeah. know what I mean? But also, like, when you're winning an award for album of the year, I mean, she didn't know she was going to win, I guess, but it's, like, you, you think that you would want to go with, like, a bigger bang of a yeah. performance, you know? Like, I wish she had just done High Horse. It would have been so fun. Yeah. To see that. Um, what did you think about Alicia Keys as the host? I thought she was amazing mm-hmm. in her performance. I don't know that I loved her as the host. I think she did fine, but I think her like calling in life is not to host a show. Yeah. I think her calling in life is to be a musician. And of when course, she was yeah. playing the double pianos, that's Unreal. like when you know, it was a jaw dropper and she yeah. was like switching back and forth between songs, like nobody's business. And you're like, Oh, this is why you're Alicia Keys. It was like, really cool to hear her sing I, some of the biggest songs. Yeah. And I thought she did a great job, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Like I honestly couldn't tell you what I'm looking for in a host, like maybe comedy, like maybe you're looking to laugh or whatever. Cause I haven't necessarily loved the past hosts. Right. Uh, uh, Grammys. Well, it's been LL Cool J for forever. Yeah. Or was for forever. Right. And then James Corden did it, right? That's, I think he did it last year. Last yeah. year. Um, so, I mean, I thought she did fine. Like, mm-hmm. it just, and she did a good job. It just wasn't like, I wasn't like blown away by the hosting, if that makes sense. Yeah. No, I, was I get blown it. away by her performance. Yeah. Well, what did you think? I really loved her, but it, yeah, like the, everything outside of the dueling pianos was just like fine, but that's all I want from a host. Like, I just want you to like not take up too much time. Don't go on like these long monologues, trying to be funny when you're not funny. Like, and she really didn't try to be funny, which I appreciated. I was scared that she was going to try to do like to the point. Well, and I wonder if they may go to the Oscar model because the Oscars did it without a host this year. And it was just kind of straight to the point. The presenters came out. Loved it. Yeah. Yeah. And they were just like, here's who won. 
and yeah. they made a couple jokes and that was it. I just felt like that was so much more seamless. Yeah. And it gave more time to people accepting their awards, which is that's what you want to see anyway. Right. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. like they always get cut short so that these idiots can <laughs> do <laughs> like make fun of the people in the audience. It's right. just awkward. It's just like it's so unnecessary. Well, maybe that'll be the new like thing. Yeah, like cut the host and add an additional performer, you know? Right. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I'm here for. But yeah, I thought she did a good job. She was funny when Michelle Obama came out at the beginning and everyone was losing their minds i was like okay uh michelle obama just showed up every single artist at the grammys and she's not even a musician <laughs> that's so funny they, everyone cheered louder for her than they did for anybody else so i was talking to someone who was attending and that they said you know like the grammys is usually chaos like everyone's running amok on the red carpet all of this stuff it's like teams or whatever apparently when michelle obama showed up like people got like face palmed and separated from their teams because secret service descended oh, upon the yeah. venue so it was like teams got separated like artists just were mass chaos because michelle obama was in the building i was like i i would have paid to see like the back of house video oh gosh, you know yeah. that like I'm sure she just kind of glided in and like went to wherever she was going to do that monologue and present with Gaga and all of those folks. Yeah. But that it was just that image makes me laugh so hard because it's already so chaotic. And then right. to just add Secret Service on top of that. Oof. That's nuts. I didn't even think about Secret Service. Oh, yeah. Um. So I think I think we've talked about the pseudo scandal if that's what you want to call it with um neil port now being called out for not mm -hmm. representing women um i felt like this year's grammys specifically represented women pretty well and there were a lot of like female performers that did such a badass job and they're they were kind of showcased um like for example her mm -hmm. um a won some awards, which was really exciting, but her performance with the clear Lucite guitar. Yeah, that was awesome. Was so good. Well, I loved it. And like on kind of a side note to that, I thought the Grammys did a great job of just addressing it. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like, oh, there was this controversy. We're going to like push it under the rug. Yeah. I mean, that's why they had like Alicia keys come out and host and like they had that monologue with michelle obama and lady gaga and who was it jennifer lopez and jennifer lopez and an actress um was it it wasn't jada pickens pick pinkett? pinkett smith i thought it might be but i don't think it was i don't know who i'm i can't remember who the, on who the other person one, yeah. was um but you know what i mean they like right. addressed it right and then they had artists like her come out yeah which i i appreciated um but then when dua lipa won for best new artist in her acceptance speech she goes well i guess we stepped up this year which was Oof. fully addressing neil portnow's comment which was mm -hmm. that women need to step up and that's why they're not you know producers and writers on right. these songs that are nominated and so she for sure cut a dig which is kind of funny because she's like she's winning best new artist. Like she's still new in the game relatively. So for her to like make a statement like that, I was like, Ooh girl. But I mean, and this isn't like an apples to apples comparison. You know who I thought was also addressing the Grammys, not specifically Neil was Drake. When oh, Drake yeah. came up to give yeah. that speech, he was like, you don't need this. Like all yeah. you need is our people spending their hard earned money in the rain and snow to come see you perform. You don't need all of these awards or anything like that. Yeah. That was like a direct dig at like the Grammy organization in general and right. the recording Academy wasn't, I don't think directed at anyone specifically, but, and then they cut him off. Yeah. <laughs> like, they were but, cutting a lot of people off. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, like in addition to Dua Lipa, I think like, yeah, Drake was like, no. I mean... But that's good. It's like, you need to be called out and there are people that need to speak up like who aren't being represented fairly. So mm -hmm. you can't just always be like, well, this is just how it is. Like, somebody's right. got to do it. Yeah. And like, that's ballsy for them. So good on you. Yeah, I'm yeah. surprised Drake was even there. I think, I think it was a surprise when he came to accept the award. I don't think anybody knew he was there because he didn't do the red carpet. Yeah. I'm Well, and I'm sure he came with the notion if he won, he would just come out and just do it to make that speech right. and then leave. Totally. Because 
as he was like kind of throwing that shade towards the recording academy, he probably also didn't want to like quote unquote reap the benefits by doing press and like yeah. all of the things that come along with that. Right. That's true. You're right. Um, another performance that was so, so good. Well, the, actually there are two more performances that I want to talk about. Janelle Monet. Oh yeah. She's great. She is so cool. Like how do we invite her into our friend group? Wait, we have to pause. I still have another comment on females. Hit me. Interesting that all of this happened with the controversy and stuff last year. But when Cardi B won, people were throwing a ton of shade at yeah. her and she deleted her Instagram account. And she was the first female to win that category, right? For best rap album? Yes. I don't. Was it the first ever? I, she made Possibly. some sort of history. Yeah. And I can't. I thought it was first female, but it I might could be. be wrong. No, it might be. And yeah, people were. I mean, this is the thing. People are always going to be like, no, it should have been this person. Like, you can't let that get to you. Like, it's voted on by members. You know what yeah, I mean? Right. It's not public opinion. This is like voted on by the Grammy members. So if you disagree, sucks to suck. My peers voted for me. Sorry. Well, and it was kind of cool to see actually the like nominees in her category come out and defend her. Right. And like, I think Jay Cole like tweeted something like, no, she had an amazing album. Yeah. I'm very happy for her. Like stop throwing shade. And like, he was like, I think he said something like, yeah, of course I want my album to win. But like, no, she had a great album. I'm very happy for it. Yeah. And it's like, we were all nominated. Clearly we all had great albums and only one person can win. So right. Get over yourself. Also freaking Brandy Carlisle. Oh, that performance, Ugh. like, I think that just goes to show, obviously I'm biased, because, like, Nashville kind of claims her, even though she lives in Seattle. Um, she's she's our person. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. We she's claim, here enough. We claim everyone. Yeah. But, like, it's not like she was bopping around the stage or anything. Like, she was performing. Mm -hmm. And it was incredible and moving. It, and that's exactly what she sounds like in all of her live shows. She's always that good. And just legit a good musician, a great vocalist. Yeah. It's the same with Casey. Like, they don't have to do cartwheels and stuff. Oh, no. Don't get me yeah. wrong. I love a good production. I love great dan dance moves and all that stuff. Yeah. But, like, that just goes to showcase the talent. Like, the raw talent, yes. I think. That is, you're able to entertain by playing an instrument and, like, vocally singing. Just, and that's it. You're just playing your music. Like, that's right. why you're here. <laughs> But it's kind of depressing to me, and I'm not going to call it anyone specifically, but it's kind of like a bummer to me to watch some of those performances where people are clearly not singing, and they are dancing a lot, but it's like, whatever. Right. Like, you're here because you're an artist. This is literally your one job. Why aren't you even attempting to sing? It just bothers me, but it like when Brandy gets on stage and she kills it with just a great song, there's no like fancy frills you know mm -hmm. it's just a good performance i'm like this is what real freaking music is like it's insane and it's cool to see like the other artists who are in the audience being like holy crap this yeah. girl is so well, good and we spoke about memes earlier but there was a funny one going around afterwards i think brandy even posted it of maren warren uh Mar maren oh morris <laughs> Marin drunk. Marin. <laughs> uh, Morris. Drunk on coffee. Yeah. Getting real s wild on coffee. Um, Marin Morris reacting to Brandy and saying, oh, yeah. holy F. And I guess yeah. she got like bleeped by uh, the Grammys and like it just made the rounds and it was really, really fun. Yeah. They like panned to her in the audience and she was dropping the F bomb, like mouthing the F bomb. Yeah. She's like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> so good. But that was good. And then there are several videos that came out both of Lady Gaga and the audience standing up and fangirling over Janelle Monae's performance. Mm -hmm. And then Janelle Monae is standing up and fangirling over Brandi Carlisle's performance. That's really funny. Because there were people in the audience who were just videoing, videoing those girls standing up and like supporting the other one. And that's really cool to see because it's like you don't always get to see other artists listening to other artists. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I feel it's like cool to watch the reaction. It justifies in a weird way. Like I feel justified when I fangirl because totally. like, especially in Nashville, it's like not cool to do that. Yeah. But then when you see other artists do it, you're like, okay, like you're the actual <laughs> artist. So I for sure am allowed to be like yeah. fangirl. Well, and 
And also it's just like doubly satisfying because you're like, okay, I look at Janelle Monet and I'm like, you're so talented. You're so cool. And you think someone that I think is cool is cool. Then like, yeah. I'm just even more validated. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, there's such different genres too. It's like, mm -hmm. that's what's super cool to me is watching that. Oh yeah, for sure. Ah, uh, the Grammys. It was pretty good Grammys it overall. Was. It was no, enjoyable really to watch. Mm-hmm. Okay. Should we go into the Oscars? Yeah, we got to. The Oscars were a snooze. I'm sorry. I'm here to say it. So I'm going to be honest. I didn't watch them. And let me tell you why. I... You don't care. <laughs> ooh, rough. So I saw some of the movies that were nominated. Yeah. I will say that. Um, I don't pay for cable anymore. So I stream TV and like ABC, you ain't streaming in Tennessee. Oh, that's right. So like, I'm not watching it. Come on, ABC, step your game up. Seriously, what's the but, issue? But it's also one of those things where I think even if I could watch it, like I wouldn't just sit down and do it. I would be doing other things yeah. like cleaning or cooking. You know what I mean? I just yeah. wouldn't sit to watch it. No, you can't. It's it's there's not enough going on to hold yeah. your attention span. Right. Like the red carpet is more thrilling than the actual award show. Mm-hmm. And honestly, that's what I like watching anyways, because that's when you're actually interviewing all the actors and, you know, everyone who's involved in those movies. And that's what I want to hear. I want to hear what they think about this, like, year of movies, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But overall, it was a really boring award show. And I think the one moment that truly everyone was talking about was Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper's performance of Shallow. So I watched it afterwards and then like the memes. <laughs> oh my gosh. The internet is really funny. I love the internet so much. Me too. Like what did we do before memes? I have no idea. What did idea. we laugh at? How did we have I, senses of humor? I mean, I don't think we did <laughs> until memes were born. They but were out of control. They were so good. But like there's been, so Lady Gaga just broke up with her fiance. They called off their engagement and everyone this whole entire award season has been talking about the chemistry that she has with Bradley Cooper. They obviously had serious chemistry in the movie. If you saw a star is born, like it's palpable and they're both great actors. So like it could just be that, but now they're on talk shows together and they're doing interviews together and it's still just, there's something there that everyone is talking about, but he's married, right? I don't know. I don't he's know with Arena Sheik. Shake. I don't really know how to say her name. She's, She's like a beautiful, super literally model. the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. Right. Um, he has kids, but like, there is just something. There's something there. But so, and I guess I don't know enough about it. But is it like acting to promote a movie, or is it like real chemistry? That's what's so confusing. And they both are such good actors, and especially Gaga. Like, she will throw herself into a role so much. Mm -hmm. And someone made a good point. They were like. Right now, she's just playing the role of a woman who's pining after this man, like, for the attention of the media. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, like that's just the role she's playing right now. And that's Is that, like, the rumor? Like, she's doing that to gain media attention for, um, for the movie? Well, but now, I mean, I feel like now you don't need media attention for the movie. So, it's more so just that, like, people are still talking about them, maybe. Got it. But, like, I personally just think that. They're in love. So. You think they're in love? I think, I think what Gaga's is in love. I don't know if Bradley is. What is the internet saying? Like, what's the consensus on the web? The consensus on the web is that they are um, together on the side. <laughs> that's, oh. that's what I've gathered. Mm, it, but is it because, like, people want them to be together? Like, Probably. Yeah. But so circling back to this performance, they start off just like staring at each other from across the stage, singing the song. And then Gaga goes to her verse and she sits at the piano. She's singing her verse. And then they start singing the second chorus and Bradley walks over, sits next to her on the piano and their faces are basically touching. And there is a moment where I'm like, they're about to make out on stage right in front of his woman. And I feel so uncomfy. The whole performance, I was like, I'm watching something I shouldn't be watching. Like, you, like, you guys need some space. Like, right. you need some privacy. <laughs> you, like, wanted to leave them alone. Totally. Like, it was so intimate. Hmm. And that's the only word that there is for it. Got it. So, I, I mean, guess time will tell. Time will tell. 
Um, I just think they're eventually going to get together. Or this whole thing is going to blow over. It will have been a whole thing. And then by the end of this year, no one's going to care. And Bradley's still going to be happy with Arena or whatever her name is. And Gaga will be on to her next. Her next Her next man. Wow. The performance was really good, though. They sounded great. I love that song. Justine doesn't. She just gave me a face. It's okay. (laughs) You know what I did love, though? Was Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay, we actually need to talk about that because I watched it. What'd you think? Um, I thought Rami Malek did an amazing job. I literally, most of the movie, I kept forgetting that it just wasn't Freddie Mercury. Like, he did such a good job. I feel like there's a butt coming. The movie all in itself is just kind of like every other movie kind of like that that I've seen. You know what I mean? Like every biopic? Yeah. Biopic? But yeah, it's just kind of, it's like, it just wasn't as exciting or as interesting as I wanted it to be. And I feel like it could have been. See, I had a different reaction to it. I loved it, but I also loved it because I will never see Freddie Mercury. Right. So like, and like I knew some of the backstory, but I didn't know all of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I liked that part of it. Yeah. All the performance scenes were super cool, especially the live aid. One, oh my god oh my gosh yeah. that was really cool to see and especially obviously us having a reference of what that event like actually was it was cool to see it from the stage perspective you know mm-hmm. um but yeah i don't know i feel like it maybe if i saw it when it was in theaters i might have had a different experience mm-hmm. but i watched it at home and i was just kind of distracted i just wasn't that engaged in it yeah but rami did an incredible job yeah they so I read this interesting article. I think it was in the New York Times that was talking about how movies and technology are too sophisticated now so that it's not really it's about the acting which is like a portion of it, but because of like hair and makeup and all of the editing that you can do, like you forget that the actor isn't that person. Yeah. And they said that it's almost like distracting. Like they become that person and that's the new norm. Like they even talked about um, Christian Bale in, um, what it, what was it? The Vice. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, he yeah. was Dick Cheney. Mm-hmm. And like it becomes the norm for him to gain all this weight and like really get thrown into the role. But that, I guess that they were like comparing that to Tom Hanks where Tom Hanks in every role is Tom Hanks, but he <laughs> yeah. embodies a different person. But yeah. you never forget it's Tom Hanks. Right. So that's what they were saying. And I guess the, I don't really know why they were ragging on it other than like, it's not, I guess it's not full. It's more about the acting when it's Tom Hanks because he doesn't do all of the crazy like body transformations or anything yeah. like that that add to it. He still and, is obviously himself. Yeah. It's yeah. almost kind of like, like, Again, this is maybe a bit of a stretch, but like the Grammy performances, like he is stripping it down to acting. Yeah. He's not doing kind of all the production around it. Yeah. If that makes like sense. Like the Brandy performance. Correct. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I just thought that that was like an interesting way to look at it, especially yeah, it with all of these movies coming out, like um, the, the music ones. Yeah. It's just, it's super, super interesting. I love but, the music movie and watching the movie. I was just reminded of how much I love Queen and how many Queen songs are like so important to my life. And that was another thing that like was a follow-up to that. They were saying that like kids are now discovering Queen. Like I think after that movie came out, Queen started like charting again. Yeah. And it was because like a new generation that had never heard of Queen Mm -hmm. was like, oh, I like know this cool old band now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and circling back to like what we talked about in our music and movies episode, now their queen songs are being used in so many different advertisements, not even related to the mm-hmm. movie whatsoever and that kind of stuff. So it's like now they're just kind of being revived a little bit, but I feel like it's the same thing with across the universe. Yeah. Which was not as big of a movie, obviously, but it featured a lot of Beatles songs and a lot of like the Gen Zers, I mm-hmm. guess at that point were like, Oh, what is this new song? Like they learned a lot of Beatles songs that they may- might not have grown up on. Yeah. Like we did. And through that movie. And so yeah. it's kind of like passing it along to the next no, generation totally. in a way. That's a hundred percent correct. Yeah. I just like, I forgot how many hits queen had so many good songs. And like, I don't even think about it. Like at sports 
ev- sporting events. Yeah. Like you hear, we will rock you almost oh, every single time. Yeah, absolutely. Any sport. I, yeah. Any sport. <laughs> absolutely. It's crazy. crazy. And we are the champions. Yeah. Like they, what? They just have so many anthemic songs. Which is, yeah. I, I guess I that's like a portion of the movie I also really enjoyed. Like, how they showcase them coming up with these songs. Yeah. Like for We Will Rock You, mm-hmm. like they wanted the crowd to participate. Which and is so, so cool. That's yeah. like how they came up with that. That part was really cool. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Too. Another thing that's really happened to us recently, just a true tragedy. Um, Taylor Swift's Instagram, she's been trolling us and I have some beef about it. So she, hold on. I just, I have a question and yeah. I'm not that social media savvy but how does a celebrity troll the rest of the world great question (laughs) (laughs) please please break that down i don't even know where to begin so taylor swift is known for her secret messages and everything that she does so starting back from like says her or like says the no, people that have interpreted she it. does this for her fans it's like a known thing like starting from i think her second album she in her liner notes she would capitalize certain letters in the liner notes that would spell out to tell you like what that song was about or who that song was about and so she's always left those little like nuggets and things for her fans to figure out so like in hey steven it wasn't about steven it was about someone else well that was before she started doing this. So like we wouldn't really know. Oh, okay. But like, Got for it. example, I can't think of an example, but like there's some juicy ones. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. Yeah. So she's all about secret messages. She's all about like numbers and she'll always like her favorite number is 13. So she'll always like do things on the 13th or, you know, just always, she's just meticulous and pays so much attention to detail and her fans know that. So they'll try to get a step ahead of her and be like, what is she trying to do? So she hadn't posted on Instagram in a very long time. And she just started posting again, like every single day, starting like a week ago. And the first post that she posted in a while had, it was just a picture of palm trees and there were seven palm trees. And then in her, uh, caption, I can't remember what the caption said, but at the end of the caption, it had seven little palm tree emojis. No one thought anything of it. They were like, okay, cool. She posts another picture the next day and she's just like sitting on some stairs and posts another little caption. No one really thinks anything of it. The next day, she posts this picture and all these pictures have like a, the same filter on it and it's very different from like the previous photos that she's posted. It has like a new vibe. So the third picture that she posts, it's her face through this uh, like fence and there are five holes in the fence. So all the people on the internet are like, oh my gosh, seven palm trees, six stairs, five like holes in this fence. Like we have a countdown. So that set the internet ablaze. Stop. Okay. Uh, hold on. Blaze. Hold on. Hold on. I'm I'm actually looking at her Instagram yeah. while you're explaining mm-hmm. this to me. Like one of them is very clearly an Oscar party. What do you mean? Like. Oh, well, the more recent ones. Yeah. So th- this yeah. Is, this is when we got trolled. I'm not there yet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so I'm the just fourth trying day. To, um, um, understand, I guess. So no one thinks anything with the seven post or the six post, but when the five post happens, all these theories start circling the internet that there's a countdown and five, four, three, two, one, the one would be a Friday, which is a new music Friday. So everyone's like, Oh my gosh, we're either getting an announcement of new music or we're getting a surprise single or a surprise album or something. That's what everyone assumes. So the fourth day, which is the first day that everyone knows about this theory, everyone is like, refreshing their instagrams <laughs> every three seconds all these swifties is this real yes. are you sure this is real you're no. not like trolling me no i literally follow so many people on instagram who were like so upset that the entire <laughs> <laughs> the entire day she didn't post anything she posts nothing that day and everyone was like we've been trolled we've been bamboozled <laughs> we <laughs> like we've been duped we've been duped by taylor and since then she's just posted like random things because she was on the cover of l and all this stuff. There are still other theories, and I'm just, I don't believe anyone anymore because I have trust issues after being duped after well, the fifth day. She addressed it though in one of her yes. posts. So one of her posts is a picture of her cat, and she's like, 
she uh she's been reading all the theories and it's like her cat looking surprised <laughs> and it's just funny because are it's you funny. sure like the internet and you i guess aren't reading into this just a little too much no but this is the problem she has made her fans do this <laughs> by having secret messages so now they're always looking for a secret message and you can't have a pattern like that and she i just really i really thought that she stopped posting just because everyone caught on to her but she still was going to release something on friday nothing it was a big nothing burger so, so what do you think the strategy is now like when they look away is when she posts i don't know i don't know what her strategy is but how do you I think that it must have just been either she had a plan and it fell through or she had a no, plan and people found I'm out sorry, and she got I'm annoyed. I'm going to disagree with you on that. Her plans never fall through. I know. Totally. But, or she had a plan and once people found out, she was like, okay, forget it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but I'm stressed, but I do feel like <laughs> you're <the> music- stressed. <laughs> like you're I'm releasing an album. Swifties. Yeah. I do feel like new music is coming soon. Oh yeah, she just switched labels, so it's time to yeah but I mean, flex I mean, those muscles. And we just had Ariana release an album or two albums, like two years in a row, really less than a year in between. Yeah. Um, and so that's kind of where music is moving towards. I feel like right now, just people releasing music more frequently, or just mm-hmm. not on such a specific schedule. Yeah. And so even though Reputation just came out last year. I could see her. It was last year, right? We, yes. Was it? She she started teasing in 2017. Yeah. I don't know if the actual album came out 17 or 18. I know. It was either at the end of 17 or sometime mm-hmm. in 18. But I wouldn't be surprised if by the end of this year, she had another record. Wait. I'm sorry. I was also staring at her Instagram when you were explaining this. Did you already put forth the theory or tell like that she wanted to release an album before her 30th birthday. I've also heard that. Oh, I did that. see that. Yeah, I heard so that. She said that, that to somebody in an interview. Oh, so, so then there we go. And that's coming up. Yeah. I mean, at the end of this year. So fans are just looking literally in everything she does for a sign. Yeah. No, like people also were like, this new Music Friday was March 1st, this past week. And people were like, oh, that's 3-1. That's 13 backwards. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> that's a bit of a reach. No, it is. But that's how far, like... People just are convinced. Like, I want her to just do something totally random now that makes no sense. Like, yeah. release it on, like, the 24th. Yeah, but what's the fun in that? There just isn't to, any fun in it. To troll the trolls. Yeah. But she's, she doesn't want to troll her fans. No, that's true. That would be mean. Well, now they feel I mean, trolled. she is trolling them. <laughs> hmm. I mean, I say them. I really mean us. Like, I'm I'm a Fairweather fan. I It depends on the day. But I... Today, wow. I'm a fan. Right now, I'm a fan. I admit my role here. <laughs> I just have complicated feelings. I just go back and forth. That's all. You get it. Do I? Yeah. I feel like you feel this way about like a lot of artists. You're just like, sometimes I'm a fan and sometimes I'm not. Well, yeah. If they make good music, I'm a fan. They come out with their <laughs> like shitty songs and then I'm like, mm, not today. Wow. I mean, See? You're fair weather too. It's fine. Everyone has to have a dud, but like okay that's fine i'll be back when you're like got your groove back yeah when stella gets her groove back (laughs) exactly (laughs) all right that's all we got for you today thanks for listening to us ramble um we will be back next month hit us with your thoughts on leave them in comments though like don't text us personally yeah don't text us leave a review okay only if it's good yeah, no, only if it's good. Five <laughs> yeah. stars. Or you can you can leave a bad review if you give us five stars still. And then exactly. you can talk crap in the comment. That's fine. Um, but yeah, let us know what you think about um, Taylor duping us, about the Oscars, about the Grammys, and about what you want to hear from us next. Holler. Holla. Stay buzzed. Ooh.